ever wondered about angels? I don't know about you, but I have. Are they always with you? Do they stand on your right side or on your left, like the little angel and devil portrayed in cartoons? Well, you're in luck. We're going to cover this topic today with someone who had a near-death experience and can tell us where they stand because he can see them now. Stay tuned. Welcome to Stories of Hope in Hard Times, the show that explores how people endure and even thrive in difficult times, all with God's help. I'm your host, Tamara K. Anderson. Join me on a journey to find inspiring stories of hope and wisdom learned in life's hardest moments. Hello and welcome to another episode of Tamara's Takeaways on the Stories of Hope in Hard Times podcast. And I'm really excited to be able to give you a couple of little bonus clips today, which I was not able to include in my interview with Vinny Todd last week. Now, last week's interview, Vinny told us all about his near-death experience and the things he learned going to heaven and back. One of the key things being the power of God's love and how much he loves us always, 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 no matter what. And so today I'm going to give you a clip that will talk a little bit more about angels and where they stand and who they are and why you are never alone. One of the key things that it's good to know, mm-hmm. first we're loved. Yes. And we need to love ourselves. Unequivocally. Um, Unconditionally. Yeah. Second, yeah. that we're never alone. Mm-hmm. We have guardian angels. I, 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 what, is that what they're called? What are so, they called? What do we call since them? Since I'm a scientifically minded person. Oh, oh yes. I'm going to break it down for you. Break it down for me, man. <laughs> so there is family guides. They work one side of your energy. There is spirit guides, which are spirits who have lived here in the physical realm and died. And they now work as workers. But they're not your family as far as like genealogy in this world, Uh but they're your spirit family. So they work the other side of your energy. And and so both sides get spirit guides. So one side is ancestral. And it's funny, I'm left-handed. So my ancestral guides end up showing up on my right side, Uh uh, my family genealogy ones. But Uh then my spirit guides that are non-genealogy show up on my left side, right? But then a whole nother layer of that is you have guardians and you have higher guides. These are beings that have reached a really high level of existence. Uh Some have lived, some haven't, Um, but they're not, they're definitely not angels though, but they're guides. They strictly work the higher frequencies. Mm. So when you need an answer that's going to serve a better purpose for you, for friends, for whatever, you only go to those guides. And what will happen is if you're not getting the answer right, your family guides come in and try to help you understand it. And it's so instantaneous. This is very, it's all like instantaneous. Mm -hmm. But yet you can break that whole process down if you think about it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I didn't get the right answer. Oh, family came in. Okay, I got the answer. But it's so quick, right? Now, a whole nother layer above that is angels. Mm -hmm. And angels are the beings that are not male or female. Um, Some will show up with wings. Most don't. But they all have so much glory and light coming off them. It almost looks like they have wings because it's so much light flowing off of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they will actually show up with wings for people who want to see angels with wings. Oh, there you go. 
but they have only pure love emitting off of them. Mm -hmm. And their love of you is the same that God has for you. So when you pray to God and they answer that prayer, you're not praying to the angel because praying to an angel is the same as praying to God. They're one and the same. Mm -hmm. The same way that when we talk about Jesus and we talk about other ascended masters, um, it's all that same loving force that God put on the earth for all of us. Wow. That's yeah. that's amazing. So we're never alone. Never alone. We have uh, spirits or angels with us mm -hmm. always. And I think a, a principle I might have skipped over too, which is really, really important. Yeah. And again, in some faith, a lot of people are going to have a hard time with this, but it's a fact. God loves every single one of us so much that he planted teachings all over the planet in many different cultures and faiths. And to think that there's only one path to him, only one tiny little path to him, is like saying there should only be one flavor at Baskin Robbins. It's not gonna work. Mm -hmm. that, that model will fail mm -hmm. and does fail. Mm -hmm. And for instance, uh, an example I give to a lot of people is if you're, say you're in your house and you look out and you see this beautiful tree in your yard, and you notice that your, your young five-year-old is climbing up this tree. And you notice that they're getting to some really high heights. And then the five-year-old like loses their, their holding and starts to fall and is barely hanging on and yells for help. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, the world's version of religion would teach you that as a parent, you're going to pull out your checklist before you do anything. You're going to pull out the checklist and say, let's see if they made their bed. Let's see if they've been kind to their siblings. Let's see if they were cussing lately. Were they cussing? <laughs> let's see if they're worth saving. That's what religions try to teach us. We are human parents. And if we're human parents, what would we do if that was our kid? We'd run and save them. We would do anything possible. I'm, I mean, even running through a stained glass door. Like We would yeah. run through anything to save that kid. Mm -hmm. And that's the love of a human parent. Mm -hmm. The love of our creator is zillions greater than that. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's truly asinine for us to think that a loving creator would, would poke a pinhole in a bubble and say, only those who make it through that are going to be with me. Mm. It just doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. That's not built out of God's love. God created a plan that, yes, there is a, a pinhole, and that's going to be those who make all the right decisions and do the best that they can. It just means that they get towards the front of progression, but it doesn't mean that those at the back of progression Won't are, have are abandoned. Yeah. It means that they just progress at their own level, mm -hmm. the way a loving God would want it to be. God doesn't want to push us too far. He wants to push us though. He wants us to, because through the grace of God, we're going to go further than we think we deserve to go. But yet at the same time, God doesn't want to put you know round pegs in square holes. He knows we're built for certain things. He knows that, that we have certain energies and that some of us want to learn different things differently. Mm -hmm. And so every single one of us gets a specific catered life path or divine life path that builds us to be who we want to be. Every single one of us. So God loves us as our authentic selves. Absolutely. And, us and making... he will take us as our authentic exactly. selves. It doesn't matter what any mankind or, or womankind says about who we 
are mm-hmm. doesn't matter doesn't change anything mm-hmm. doesn't change anything wow doesn't even matter your political party sweet <laughs> i'm so glad that doesn't matter <laughs> that is amazing and and it's and it's changed you right oh absolutely yeah, yeah. from that time coming out i'm uh, speaking of politics i'm i'm a libertarian and i'm i really i feel very strongly and and Spirit has confirmed it many times for me that this constitution that we have is sacred. And it wasn't perfect men who wrote it, mm-hmm. but it was it was imperfect men who divined divined knowledge to write it, to give us the groundwork for bringing forth God's love in this country and on this planet, on this earth. And it's and we're seeing an awakening happen on earth right now and this is Part of my story, me being okay talking about it now, is also part of the awakening happening that people are are ripened now for this. They're ready for this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. They're sick of everyone painting boxes around things. And when you put a box around a light, nobody can see it. That's true. And God's that light. And, and God shines brighter and bolder and bigger than any box we can build. Mm-hmm. There's no box we can build that can contain no, it. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Isn't that fascinating? So we kind of morph from angels into God's love and how he loves everyone all over the world. And I just think that's fascinating. I wanted to share with you a couple of really cool quotes, first of all, on angels and then on God's love. In Psalm 91, 11 and 12, and part of 14, he says, for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands because he hath set his love upon me. Isn't that beautiful? I love that it kind of uh, meshes those two concepts together that the angels are there to help us, to bear us up because he loves us so very much. He's just never going to leave us alone. And that's such an amazing, uh, beautiful idea to remember especially on those days that we're feeling down and alone that we aren't alone whenever i think of uh the thought of being alone uh one of the songs that that starts popping into my head that i used to listen to as a young child my mom would play this and sing it for me was from roger and hammerstein's You'll Never Walk Alone, which originally came from the movie Carousel. And I wanted to share these words with you because I think they're especially pertinent. When you walk through a storm, hold your head up high and don't be afraid of the dark. At the end of the storm, there's a golden sky and the sweet silver song of a lark. Walk on through the wind, walk on through the rain, Though your dreams be tossed and blown, walk on, walk on with hope in your heart, and you'll never walk alone. Walk on, walk on with hope in your heart, and you'll never walk alone. Isn't that beautiful? I love the whole idea that we're all going to go through storms, but we're never going to be alone. So remember that today and always that you're never alone because there are angels on both sides of you and above you and they are there and they will 
help you as you communicate and connect to God every single day and to help you with the choices that you make as long as you ask. So don't forget to ask God for help and he will send it always and, and give you the inspiration that you need to keep going even one little baby step at a time. Now, another concept that I'm going to tack on here at the end is the concept of agency. And Vinny talked a little bit about this and about the power of choice because God in the very beginning, one of the first things he gave Adam and Eve was a pretty important choice. In Genesis 2, we read, of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat. So you have lots of choices here. You can eat from all these trees. I'm telling you, you shouldn't eat from this one tree in particular, but it's ultimately your choice. And so God values our agency. He values our, our ability to choose, and he works with us as we make these choices. He doesn't suddenly just chop us off and pull out a checklist, as Vinny says, well, do they deserve my help? No, he is our kind, loving father, and he wants to bless us and help us as we ask. So ask, don't forget to ask. Let me play this clip about agency for you. It's uh -huh. still agency. It's all agency. And, and to truly understand the system, we have to love agency. Mm -hmm. And we need to love the, the ability for all of us to make choices. Yeah. And we should never, ever be pushing our choices on anyone. If we want to try to educate them so they can make their own choice the best way, awesome. Mm -hmm. But do it, do it out of love, not authority. Mm -hmm. And that makes a big, big difference. Wow. I love that, that the core concept is love. And through all of it. Through all of it. Wasn't that cool that the core concept is love behind agency that that when you're trying to help people make choices, whether you're a parent and you're trying to guide your children in their decisions, that you need to come from a place of love and not authority and allow people the opportunity to choose for themselves. And sometimes that's hard. Um, I know as a parent, it's hard for me to watch my children choose things that in my mind are mistakes, but sometimes even if you warn them, they're going to make that decision, but then they learn it through experience. And um, I know that I've learned a lot of things through my own mistakes and my own experiences, and um, I've learned it. And so if the purpose is for us to grow and progress, sometimes the only way we can do that is by making choices. Some of them good. And we're like, oh, that was a good choice. And some of them not so great. And the consequences we don't like. And so we try to figure out a way around it. Um, in Galatians chapter five, there are several verses that talk about liberty and choice and and how it all ties to love and i and so i thought that would be something really really cool to share with you today um in galatians chapter 5 verse 1 it says stand fast therefore in the liberty wherewith christ hath made us free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage and i love that that idea that Christ has helped make us free from the consequences of some of these choices that we can repent we can take that burden off our shoulders and give it to him and stand fast in liberty and in the, our ability to choose. And then in verses 13 and 14, um, he says this, ye have been called unto liberty. At the end of the verse, he says, by love, serve one another. So we're called 
to be free and to have this liberty. And with this freedom, he invites us to love one another. And then in verse 14, he just emphasizes it again for he, for all the laws fulfilled in one word, even this thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And that's beautiful because we are free to choose how we treat other people. But if we are truly full of God's love, not only for ourselves, but for everybody else, that love is just going to shine and it's going to be um, amplified. And, and as Vinny said, we'll be lights to the world and you can't contain God's light because it's so bright and so powerful. And so today, before we go, I'd like to make the invitation to pray and ask God to let love be your motivating factor as you deal with the people around you in your life. If they are perhaps causing you stress for some reason, or you're feeling stressed because of the choices of other people, remember to ask God to fill you with his love. And perhaps with a bit of his love that he has for that person so that, that you can be patient with them as they struggle and learn and progress at their own pace, because God is surely patient and loving and kind with all of us as we progress and make decisions, sometimes good, sometimes bad. Remember, you're not alone as you're making these big and important decisions. And also remember that the people you love aren't alone either, and that God will bless and help them with their angels through good and through bad. So hope on my friends. Are you looking for a gift for a friend, sister, or mother who is really struggling right now and you're not sure what to get them? It's hard for me to sometimes find those gifts. And so today I'm so excited to tell you about this booklet, The Mother's Might. It's a perfect, simple, inexpensive gift you can give your friends, your family, your sisters, anyone that you want to share this story with. And it will be meaningful. It's not just a little piece of candy that they eat and forget. It's something they can read over and over again because so often we, as women, feel alone and overwhelmed and burdened and like there's so many things weighing upon our shoulders. And what I love about this story is that it points us to Jesus Christ in our times of trouble, that he understands us, he loves us, he knows what we're going through and he is more than willing to help us bear that burden. And I love that about this story, that it gives not only me hope, but it will convey that sense of hope for all of you. So get your copy of it today, tamarakanderson.com slash store. You can order one, two, 10, 20, however many you want. And we will get those to you so you can get them distributed. All right, now on to our show. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you like what you heard, subscribe so you can get your weekly dose of powerful stories of hope. I know there are many of you out there who are going through a hard time, and I hope you found useful things that you can apply to your own life in today's podcast. If you would like to access the show notes of today's show, please visit my website, storiesofhopepodcast.com. There you will find a summary of today's show, the transcript, and one of my favorite takeaways. 
You know, if someone kept coming to mind during today's episode, perhaps that means that you should share this episode with them. Maybe there was a story shared or a quote or a scripture verse that they really, really need to hear. So go ahead and share this podcast. May God bless you, especially if you are struggling with hope to carry on and with the strength to keep going when things get tough. Remember to walk with Christ and he will help you bear the burden. And above all else, remember God loves you.